Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. And I can't tell you how excited I am to have one of my absolute most favorite people on my show today. And the reason why I'm so excited is because this woman fascinates me. She, I learn so much from her all the time. She is one of the most amazing uh, to say the least, astrologers that I know. She's so much more than that. Um, a coach, a counselor, a minister. Just She has so many aspects to herself that make her this bright light in this world. And I have to be honest with y'all, she has a really big uh, following. She's got a lot of groupies, including me. So uh, Lorelai Robbins is my guest today. And um, again, so excited to have her on. Um, and she combines her unique skills as a spiritual astrologer, counselor, interviewer, and minister to create Robin's Cosmic Nest, your playground for the soul, and thank your lucky stars, uh, conscious business solutions. So Robin's Cosmic Nest is really her, her umbrella, if you want to call it business, but her, her umbrella piece where she works with individuals to support and inspire them to give voice to the different aspects of the personality. And she calls these cast of characters. And these are all connected to the astrological um, signs that are in their chart so that they can harness their gifts and talents to manifest what they desire in perfect divine timing. And then she has this amazing uh, program, uh, coaching and consulting business called Thank Your Lucky Stars. Um, and it's where she works with conscious business owners to help them understand how they're energetically aligned with their vision that they have for their business. Um, and with her understanding of the personality dynamics and quote unquote astro brand, coupled with her ability to interpret and harness the power of the planetary energies, which is so freaking cool, uh, she helps her clients clarify their vision, uh, create their plan and timeline, and really choose their team so that they can be the most successful that they can be in their endeavors. When I approached Lorelai to do my show, uh, she was like, oh, cool, we got to pick the right day and the right time. The moon's going to be in Libra Janus for our interview. So she really was, as always, kind of honed in on the perfect timing uh, divinely and astrologically. And today, um, y'all get the benefit of hearing um, something amazing today. She, she has this concept, this idea, this program called Every Match is Made in Heaven. And she created these seven relationship truths that um, are based on astrology. And so welcome, Lorelai. So happy to have you with us today. Cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Thank you, sweetie. And I'm so grateful that you get me. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, can you, can you first start uh, just what, how did you come about creating these seven relationship truths? Well, you know, like most of us, I created them out of my own experience. I mm. mean, in other words, 
there's really nothing here that's original. It's just the way I've put it together and, and astrology is a piece of this. But, you know, like, for instance, my second truth is that I believe, because it's been through my own journey of, of some successes, some painful things, but that the only way to have a healthy, successful really relationship with anyone, but, you know, we tend to always hone on those romantic relationships, but I'm telling that's why I say every match is made in heaven, mm-hmm. is that we become, I become, you are my own best friend, my own parent, and my own partner. I can't, I've been married a number of times, and I can't tell you how many people I try to get to parent me. Yeah. You know? I mean, right. you take responsibility for me. I'm not going to take responsibility. So, it, you know, these are things that I, I read or heard, but out of my own experience of, wow, I've got to be the one there for me, because I just believe we... To, we put so much um, uh, uh, emphasis on out there in the relationship and abdicate responsibility that our happiness is up to us. Right. You know, I'm curious, Lorelai, one of the things I've been so excited to hear you share with the audience and, and, and like I just share with them, I, I learned so much. You, you have these videos every day on Facebook telling us about uh, the planetary activity, uh, how our signs really influence our lives. And it's not just um, our sun sign, which is our, our, our month, our birth month, but we have a rising sign and we have all moon sign and we, we have so many other uh, astrological aspects that truly contribute to who we are as people. And I would love for you to, I, I'm sure you're going to do it uh, you know, when you explain the seven relationship truths, if you could sprinkle some of that astrological knowledge into these truths, because I would imagine uh, that there's some basis for that. Yes, and actually the seventh truth, I say the, the truth that a lot, a lot of us know, you know, that our, our greatest uh, challenges in relationships, I believe, are our healing angels, the ones that we have the most challenge with, that we script everyone. And if we don't like the script, we can change it. Well, the seventh truth, and I'll go through them again, yeah. is that, the, that um, everyone comes into our life, you know, for a, a season, a reason, that whole thing that people mm. say. Mm-hmm. So he just adds um, emphasis and value to that, that, you know, that principle, that it becomes such a valuable tool to understand who comes into our life, when and why. Right. How... Tell me how the, just today, because I know I had mentioned to listeners that you said, oh, and you were so excited, the moon is in Libra. What is, t- tell the listeners about that. You know, th- yeah, they're going to hear I, this, inter- they're going to hear this interview a little later than today. Um, but what, what does that mean? Moon is in Libra. Yeah. So the moon, the moon spends two to two and a half days in one of the 12 signs and it tends to reflect the mood of the public. Hmm. So when the moon is in Libra, Number one, that's the sign of relationships. That's the sign of collaboration, co-creation. I am a Libra. You're Libra rising. Mm-hmm. So we have that. You're an interviewer. I'm an interviewer. We have that connection. And so I thought, I mean, I could talk about all kinds of things, but it all comes down to every match is made in heaven because it's starting with the relationship with us. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, how perfect with the moon in Libra, because again, we can get so focused on the out there relationships and totally um, ignore the most important relationship, which is my first truth, which is the relationship with the God, the divine of our own being. Right. Can you quickly tell the listeners um, how, 
the moon uh, and the sun individually influence us. And then I want to get into uh, your seven relationship truths. Sure. So the sun is the conscious self. It's the will, if you will. So our sun sign, which is what most people know, you're a Taurus, I'm a Libra. That's where we shine, you know, because where we shine. And I came up with, because it was playful to say, you know, the cast of characters um, that, uh, so we have the sun, which is again, the conscious self. And then the moon is the unconscious. It's the feeling nature. So the moon in the chart reflects uh, how the person is wired on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to do with security and safety. It's, it's habitual. You know, we want to feed our moon. Uh, that's, you know, like when we're alone with ourselves, we're, you know, we're feeding the moon part of us. So, you know, most people have lumped every quality about someone under the sun sign. Right. Which is far too narrow. Yeah. But when bands and sees, wow, there's this whole cast of characters. So the work that I do across the board, whether it's with individuals or relationships, is giving, helping myself and others give voice to these different parts of our personality. Because, you know, the ones, the parts of ourselves that we're not aware of or not conscious of or, we, or we've projected or repressed. So it's like, let's bring them all out on the table. Let's sit around the round table with the different parts of who we are and have a dialogue about how we want our life to look. Right. Now, I, I know I am heavily influenced by the moon. I know when uh, we just had a uh, super new moon for like two, two weeks or, or like a week and a half. Oh my gosh, my body was going through all sorts of stuff. Headaches, neck aches, like sleep was crazy. The, the moon could truly influence us in, in ways yeah. that we never imagined. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Well, when I, I, the way I talk about all of that is we are the planets. Mm-hmm. Like energetically, it's, we're all one. So we are the moon. We are the Venus. We are Mercury. So rather than, oh, my God, like the moon is doing this to me or Saturn is doing this to me. I mean, you know, a lot of people want to blame the planets. And who's right. going to argue with that, right? Yeah. If yeah. somebody says, well, I'm such a son of a gun because you see Pluto squares my moon. Well, no, I don't think <laughs> You know, I don't it's think like, oh, people I'm say that blame, or hear that. Right? Well, you know, it's like if I'm not going to blame my parents, sure. let me right. blame the stars, right? Let me blame the planets. <laughs> so it, it really is a way to become conscious. Your moon is cancer. So you would tend to, you're plugged in. Like you feel, anybody yeah. that has any water is, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. nature. But you're really plugged in to the phases of the moon. Yeah, So. Yeah. You know, but I think of you because you've got so much fire, you know. <laughs> I do, right? Yeah, this got me in a lot of trouble sometimes. Uh, <laughs> right. All right, my sweet friend. So, so talk to us about uh, the seven relationship truths, because I know uh, just even the two that you mentioned, there's just such gold in them. So what's the first oh, one? I'll go, so I'll go from the beginning. Cause yeah. I, so the first is... Uh, and again, this is just all according to me and what I've learned and what's worked, that every relationship is a sacred gift. It's an assignment from God, beginning with the most important relationship, which is with, as I like to say, the Lord of our being, with you know, the divine in us. The second one, which I said earlier, and this was hard one for me, you know, to, to really get that happy, fulfilling relationships are possible when we are our own best friend, parent, and partner. And that's, you know, easier said than done sometimes. But again, if the relationship with self works, that's the model for every other relationship, in my opinion. And then the next one, many folks, of course, know relationships are mirrors. 
You know, if I see something in someone else and it triggers me, whether it's positive or negative, it could be, oh, Lorelai, you're so enthusiastic and loving. Oh, thank you. That's a projection also, a positive projection, right? As opposed to, oh, that person's so controlling and so angry. Well, maybe they're showing up in the real in my reality because I'm not in touch with the controlling and angry part of me. So, you know, I, again, believe that every relationship, and this also, of course, from a, comes from A Course in Miracles, is for us to integrate and whole, W-H-O-L-E, ourselves. Mm. Um, the next one is, which I did uh, allude to earlier, you script everyone in your life. And if the script no longer works or no longer serves us, we can change that. So whatever that is, you know, with anyone, whatever the experience is, we scripted it, usually unconsciously, of course. Uh, and then, as I said, the people who challenge us the most, I believe, are our greatest teachers. And I love to call them healing angels. You know, mm. they show up and they may be a family member. They may be, you know, a, a current boss or a coworker or a friend, or it really doesn't matter who it is. They, to me, they're showing up on cue, scripted by my soul, and they're reporting for duty. They're mm -hmm. reporting for relationship duty, I guess you could say. Right. And then this, this is the one I think a lot of people also have a challenge with, that relationships never end or die. They change form. Your father's not in the body anymore, and you can still have a relationship with him. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're married to someone, and then we're not. We're divorced. And then we tend to talk about them in the past tense. You know, oh, I, I was mad. He was a Taurus, or he was a Gemini. Well, if he's still alive, he probably is still yeah. a Gemini yeah. or a Taurus. But we speak in the past tense, like, you know, they're gone in a way. Yeah. And, and so... You know, it's because let's say specifically in a romantic relationship, where does the love go? You know, if the form changes because people no longer are going to sleep together or be exclusive or whatever it is, but where does the love go, right? Mm -hmm. So relationships never die or end, they change form. I, I learned that one from Marianne Williamson. It was listening to some of her stuff years and years ago because I was having a relationship with a man. You'll love this, the therapist, and you born on my father's birthday. You oh, think the my universe goodness had a message for me, right? And I kept, and we were in and out and back and forth and together and married and not married and came back together, you know? So I really got to experience that they never die. And we're friends now. I mean, we're friendly, but wow. you know, they just change form. Mm -hmm. So I think that one can really assuage a lot of pain in relationships to get, no, I'm not married to the father of these kids anymore, or no, I'm not engaged to this person, or no, I'm not whatever, but they have been an important part of my life, and there is still a relationship, even if it's not necessarily active, you right. know, actively being fed, if you will. Right. And then the last one is, oh, no, not the uh, yeah, never died, and then the last one is astrology, again, as I said, is a valuable tool, you know, with all of the others said that, uh, the astrology then is like icing on the cake. Oh, no wonder this person with Aries energy is in my life. I need to be courageous. I need to be more self I need to be more focused on what I want. Or, gee, no wonder this cancer person or this person with prominent cancer energy is in my life. I really need to learn how to nurture myself. You know, so the astrology is a language of human potential, and it's a beautiful a descriptor. But again, it is such a beautiful tool to understand. Uh, let's say it's challenging. Let's say somebody with Aries energy comes in, and we're really angry, and we and we're not aware of it. And you know, and 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 let's say I've been a, a martyr or not taking care of myself, and then this person comes in that's very self-centered. 
which is what I need to be more of, let's say, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so because I believe that person comes in to help us integrate that particular energy. You I know? Love so that, some, yeah. I love so, that you said that because that, I think for so many people, um, they don't pay attention to the, the purpose of the person like this. I hope that listeners y'all, y'all are enlightened and, and something switches on because what Lorelai is talking about is so pivotal. It's, you know, we take for granted people coming in or we date people. And we don't really think that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes about why they've appeared. And the mirror piece, which I'm so glad you brought up as, as one of the truths as well, um, huge, huge in any relationship. It's like everything in your life, especially your relationships, is a mirror for you. And if, if you are able to, um, if you have some interest in astrology and maybe you buy a book or maybe you call Lorelai and we're going to give contact information for you to do that. Um, if you, if you can harness some sort of cue based on their personality, based on the things that, uh, that poke at you, that bother you, that, that, uh, touch that nerve, then you are going to grow by leaps and bounds because, people bring you gifts because of who they are. And, totally. and I think that's one of the most important points that, that uh, of course, all your points are absolutely spot on. That to me, I teach that to all of my clients all the time. It was a hard lesson for me to learn uh, as, a, as, a in, as a person in relationships. You know, it's like I would end up, as most, of, most people do, just feeling uh, bad but not really making the connections that, whatever, whatever uh, pain point that this person is poking in me, that it's like, Janice, get a clue, shift. This is a part of you that needs to be resolved. And then I feel like that's one of the most important pieces that I as a therapist can teach people. And you uh, being the amazing woman that you are with all of these uh, amazing gifts and talents are teaching people today. Um, I mean, and it's, and it was a a painful journey for me because I believed Every time I got married, number one, I thought it would last forever, yeah. but I also believed on some level, and it was unconscious for a long time, that that person was supposed to make me happy, right? Mm. Isn't our lingo when you talk about, well, he doesn't make me happy or you don't make me happy. Wow. Talk about putting a lot of responsibility Ooh, on somebody right? else, right? right? When we yeah. know that, and I, I don't think I got that till I was in my, seriously, till I was in my 60s, Yeah, really where I went, I, I, I get this now. I finally get this. So Wonderful. yeah, if I time and, and, and then it becomes this beautiful unfolding. Yeah, because it does. Like, why this person has resurfaced, you know, it could be a family member that we haven't had an active relationship with, let's say, and a cousin, a sibling or whoever. And then all of a sudden they become prominent in our lives for some reason. And, and so, so I, I've always found such joy in knowing that. Right. Laurel, I, just real quick, tell the listeners how you got into astrology. I can make this really quick. Yeah. I moved to Atlanta in 78. I knew nothing about astrology other than I was a Libra. That's all I knew. And I wow. went to work for this amazing, crazy company in downtown Atlanta, a subsidiary of which was cosmos which made a biorhythm handheld they called it a computer but it was a calculator and an astro it was it was a little calculator that if i put your birthday in it would tell me where mercury your communication venus what you value and mars what drives you and i would go to trade shows 
and with I was an administrative assistant to one of the two Australian VPs in this small company, and I would go to trade shows and I would demonstrate this computer and I'd say, oh, you have mercury in this sign. And it was people's reaction to me, I think. They'd go, how do you know that? How do you know that I value that or that that drives me? And I'd go, I don't know. I know I'm learning data, you know. Well, then I went into personnel from there and dragged the tool with me, mm. you know. And in interviews, I would ask people the question that, you know, what do you do best and what's important to you? Well, 80% of the world then and maybe almost 80% of the world now doesn't know why they get up every day. You know, right. and we get up to use what we've got, essentially, because I believe the soul and God make an agreement and we come in with exactly the raw materials for whatever our journey is about and we make the choices. Beautiful. So it's been a beautiful language. And I spent my high school years in two boarding schools in Switzerland learning German and French. So astrology for me is another language. Awesome. I, it's just amazing. I could listen to you all day. Tell me if there was one important thing you want listeners to know about about how important astrology is and can be in their lives. What what would you say? I would say that since you know so many people are questioning, you know, what's my purpose? What's my mission? What am I supposed to be doing here? What we're supposed to be doing here is being awake. In other words, so what is it that makes me come alive or makes anyone come alive? And to watch people come alive before my eyes because mm. they have connected to themselves and they're excited about who they are, you know, that brings me the greatest joy. It's this great quote. I'd love to say it, Janice. It's from Howard Thurman. It's don't ask what the, you probably know it. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and mm. go do that. Mm because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Right. And so that would be like, it, I remember uh, I, I came to one of your playground for the souls. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, of course, like I said, I learned so much from you, but really to, to seek your services is to really have such a clear sense of who you are, all these different aspects about you, how you show up in the world that either, you know, or you don't know, and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, that makes sense. And to understand how people see you, to understand what you're good at, especially if you feel lost. I mean, when I tell y'all, everybody, Lorelei can so help you understand yourself beyond what you could possibly even imagine. And like I said, we're going to give contact information um, at, at the end. Um, so what are some if you could just say, what are some unique results that you've helped your y'all? If you can hear the thunder, it's storming outside. Um, what some? What are some of the really uh, amazing results uh, that you've helped your clients achieve? And then we're going to do a little something fun at the end. I'm here. I, I it slipped out. Sorry. That's okay. 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 Yeah, so how have you helped your clients? Oh, gosh. In so, well, you know, I started the Playground for the Soul Circles to use all of my skills as a counselor and an interviewer, and et cetera, to really help people get what they want, to manifest the desires of their heart and soul, using the moon energies mm -hmm. to plant seeds, to harvest, et cetera. But so many different ways, relationships, um, things like... Um, uh, again, getting clarity around what they what what most 
makes them again come alive. Timing. The other thing about astrology that blows me away is while it's a personality diagnostic for an individual and a relationship, it's also a timing tool. Yeah. So I do a lot timing, a lot of timing with folks, you know, in creating events or if things are there, they're very important dates on the calendar. Right. And then how do we maximize that, the, the timing of anything? I think that that is just beyond fascinating to me. I mean, it's just crazy fascinating. So Lorelai, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. And then I'm going to do something, like I said, fun that I do after every, uh, every uh, interview that I have. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, so I, I, Facebook, certainly. If anybody's on Facebook, please friend me on my daily miracle minutes, which I call a daily dose of magic, joy, and inspiration. That's my intention. Um, Robin's Cosmic Nest is my website. Uh, I must admit my website is not a whistles, bells, you know, it's kind of like it's pretty basic. It's my story. It's You can sign up here. You can pay here. But the website hasn't really been a big focus for me because my focus is, you know, there's no substitute for connecting with people. Yeah. And so, so I would say Facebook certainly, um, and or or my um, or or the, or the website, Robin right. Cosmic Nest. And I just wanted to tell everybody that uh, her last name is spelled R O B B I N S, two Bs. So robinscosmicness.com. All right, Lorelai, here we are at the end. I'm going to ask you these questions answered just right off the top of your head, and then we'll okay. close it out for today. What's your favorite word? Ooh, favorite word. Um, joy. What's your least favorite word? Mm. Uh, abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Watching people be excited about who they are. What turns you off? Uh, oh, what turns me off? Um, when, I'm, when I'm unconscious and I react and defend my... Well, when anybody reacts and defends themselves, because it just mirrors the way I do it. So. Okay. What's your favorite curse word? You want me to say that on the podcast? Absolutely, yes. Trust me, I've dropped a lot of a lot of f bombs and said a lot of things. What's your favorite probably, curse word? Probably fuck. Okay. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Oh, I'm hearing it right now—the rain. Ah. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, uh, uh, honking cars. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? And, you know, it's funny that you asked me that. I, I, I think I would have been a great attorney. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, uh, no, more, no more secretarial sitting behind the desk, which I did for so many years. <laughs> if, heaven ex- on the- yep. yeah. if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did your job. Beautiful. Now, this came from Inside the Actors Studio. It's one of my favorite shows, and I love these questions. So thank you, Lorelai. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours um, and would love to have you on another time. But I wanted to say thank you, listeners. Um, Just I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Um, I hope you gleaned a little bit of insight about how, how powerful knowing your astrological makeup uh, is also really, really listening to the knowledge and the wisdom 
of the uh, the seven the seven things that uh, Laurel I was talking about. Um, please hop over to iTunes, uh, click on my podcast, and please rate and review. Uh, as I say always, the more ratings and reviews I get, the more exposure I get, the more people I can help. Um, and my number is 404-558-3971. If you'd like a reading or would like to invest in uh, shifting and changing your life with intuitive therapy. Um, I wish y'all a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 